This is Broke Money Hustle. And now, here's Broke Money Hustle with Trico and Eric. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you're at. This is Broke Money Hustle, the uh, podcast that tries to encourage people to not just spend their money, but buy assets, grow their income, uh, take on side hustles, get yourself out of debt. You know, all those wonderful things that uh, we're learning uh, too late in life that we need to do. Uh, and my uh, partner here, Trank, can commiserate. How you doing, yeah. man? Oh, doing good, man. We, uh, I, I wish I would have thought of it. I, I should have found like an old doo-wop song about splits. <laughs> like, I think there was a, a dance called The Splits. We should have downloaded that because today was all about those splits. Yeah, yeah. Exciting, crazy day. A lot of brokerages having outages and not, uh, my charts still don't even show up on Robinhood right now because, uh, they just weren't able to handle the influx of traffic because people are excited about Apple and they are excited about Tesla. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of watching both all day. Uh, Tesla was, you know, just kind of too rich for my taste. I didn't have enough <laughs> to buy a share. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I know. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm hoping one of my uh, art jobs comes, gets, gets paid quickly. Maybe I can move that money over and still get in under 500 a share. I don't know. Nice. To see, yeah. uh, I don't even. I'm not even sure where the uh, stock's at right now, but I know it's gained 15 percent today, uh, post split, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, uh, every show I listen to and everyone I talk to that invests loves Tesla. <laughs> like I've never heard anyone say don't invest in it. Everyone well, seems to love it. See, the thing with Tesla is it's one of those once in a lifetime companies. It's already over 500 now. It's 50901. Mm -hmm. Um, it's one of those once in a lifetime companies that comes around is like trying to do everything possible to get us to that. You know how we're living in the 21st century, but it just seems like the 18th century in some ways. <laughs> yeah. You know, Elon Musk is a futurist. He's, he's, he's like, he's all about getting us to actually live like we're in the 21st century. If he had come along any sooner, maybe he'd have been, you know, giving us our jetpacks and hoverboards, but yeah. I mean, the guy, he's into everything. I just saw a news article today. The Neuralink chip works, and they're looking for human test subjects. Uh, no thanks? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, the benefits of it sound great. You'll be able to cure some diseases by hooking the brain up to a computer. But theres I've seen way too many sci-fi shows that tell me this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with so, my medical plan, I'd probably get like a Windows 98 chip or something, you know? <laughs> Help, my husband is being uh, obnoxious. Well, have you tried turning him on and off again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, but, but anyway, because this is like everything they get into, they're succeeding at. And I can't mention Elon Musk without mentioning Jeff Bezos, because he's basically, you know, right there in the same boat. And it's amazing to me how vilified these two gentlemen are because they're wealthy and because they're creating massive businesses. I mean, between the two of them, they have innovated most of what we enjoy in the 21st century in some way right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand the hate. I I always see uh, signs for Amazon where you can pretty much walk in and, and start off making 15 bucks an hour, which, uh, you know, in our area, that's that's pretty decent, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to keep they're going to keep innovating. The Amazon mm-hmm. Air Force is getting ready to boot up for uh, the drone delivery. So I'm looking forward to my uh, my uh, Aerial Eagle stock to finally start making some big moves. Yeah. Starting to see a little bit more rumors. There was one Im- image just floating around Twitter. It was shared both by Amazon and by Ag Eagle. Uh, it, was li- it was like a leaked image, and it's the same warehouse where they're building the drones. <laughs> nice. But apparently it, it was it was leaked, and it's been shared and used in, in for both companies. So it really seems like the rumors are true that Ag Eagle is building drones for Amazon delivery. The fact that there are new Ag Eagle headquarters and a new Amazon headquarters is like not even a mile away from each other there in Wichita. So there's a, it, it seems like that's going to be, that's at least that'll be the test bed for drone delivery. And, you know, that's, that's the 21st century stuff, you know, electric vehicles, um, the, the freaking uh, private industry taking us to Mars. Yeah. That's, that Elon Musk is going to be, it's going to get us to Mars before he dies. That's like his big mission in life. Yeah, we'll finally get that uh, Jetsons future we were promised when we were oh kids. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's like, it's incredible how much um, politics and like the old way of doing things has just held us back for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think what Musk refers to it as the great filter. And the uh, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody who's listening, but I believe the great filter is whatever it takes for humankind to make the next jump in their... I'm not going to use the term evolution, but our, our next jump, jump in technical progress, um, whatever that barrier is. And, and for some, uh, some people say the reason why we haven't met intelligent life in the universe is because we haven't gone past that great filter and become worthy of that or, 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 or what have you. But essentially, <laughs> essentially, it's, it's just the next big jump. Like the Industrial Revolution was a great filter out of the Middle Ages and the Dark Ages. Um, you know, we, 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 we jumped from being an agricultural based society to a technological based society because of the industrial revolution and, you know, harnessing electricity and all these other things. These have been like major leaps forward and have just caused the progress to keep going. Uh, so that's, that's what we're looking at now is, is that maybe this neural link is part of it. I don't know. Maybe it's. It's just a cool time, you know, to see this stuff happening. And it's great to see these companies uh, benefiting, benefiting from us. And if you're lucky enough to own stock in these companies, you're benefiting from it too. Exactly. Uh, really happy with my small position in Apple as it continues to grow. It's not growing as fast as Tesla. Apple currently at 3.79% over its initial split price. Tesla up 14.87. But uh, you know what? It, it, Apple split just under five hundred dollars a share, and uh, I'm really happy with my four shares. And I like, and I'm, I like where they're going. I think by fall, easy two hundred to fifty a share. I think. Yeah, yeah. I should have jumped on it today, and uh, this morning, or pretty much all day, I was watching it. I'm like, I'll get to one twenty five because sometimes I get a price in my head of what I should buy it at. <laughs> I'm like, I wait and wait. And it, it, it teased it a little bit. Like uh, this morning it was around one twenty six forty nine, And then uh, a little bit before the market closed, it was like one twenty seven sixty. So I think tomorrow I'm just going to have to. Uh, yeah. I would buy it yeah. the bullet, man, because it's yeah. going to continue to grow. It's at one twenty nine forty one right now. Mm-hmm. 
No, just just dropped to one. Well, it's fluttering between one twenty nine and one twenty seven. Um, and they paid. I'm, it, looking, I'm looking at Weeble right now. Weeble was a stable platform today. It was, really, uh, I had no problems with Weeble. Man, navigating stuff. Man, Robinhood was a nightmare today. Every time I tried to buy something, it either aired out. One time I had enough in there to buy it and said I couldn't buy it. I had to put a limit order in. So I did that. <laughs> and then because uh, I, I bought a few stocks today, I put a limit order in. I'm like, okay, it's already at the limit order. So it should buy it right away. And I wouldn't buy it. And then it wouldn't let me cancel the limit order. Yeah. And I had to keep on like basically closing out of the window and uh, reopening it, like logging out, closing the window, reopening it, and then finally let me buy some stuff. Um, but yeah, it was a nightmare. None of my messages came through until like pretty much the end of the day. <laughs> like, yeah. you know how usually it'll be like, hooray, you just <laughs> bought this, or, you know, it makes you feel real good about buying stuff. <laughs> well, Rob, Robin is a great platform. I absolutely love it, but it is the ground floor of investing. It's the most yeah. simple way to get into stocks. Makes it very easy to buy stocks. So there's a lot of retail investors who um, are doing this for the first time and have just been salivating. I mean, we've known about the splits for a long time. Yeah. So people have just been salivating, saving their money and waiting and just, you know, because they couldn't afford to buy it in at the price it was, but they're excited about the opportunity to buy it in at the split. And good on you for trying, but I, I would have thought that the platform should have been ready, ready for that major traffic. Yeah, they should have bulked up for it. But this isn't something new because I, you know, in the cryptocurrency sphere, every time there's been a uh, major jump in Bitcoin, Coin, Coinbase, the largest cryptocurrency exchange and wallet, has had outages. So <laughs> it's like Coinbase users can't uh, can't catch a break because every time there's a, it's about ready to go to the moon, it just like locks up and doesn't work. So you miss out on that on that buying opportunity and. And you gotta wait for their their technology to catch. You know, you you think that they'd have the infrastructure to uh, handle the volume, but uh, you know what? I've been working with computers since almost when they first came out as a consumer, you know, desktop scenario, and they've just always had issues. It's like technology makes things simpler to be more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I think about video games like. Remember how great it is with video games where you would just take your cartridge, pop it in, turn it on, start playing. And now because of the increases in technology, you pop in the disc or you download it. Oh, there's an update. Oh, it's 50 gigs. Oh, you got to wait all day for this thing to update. Yeah. Well, and the, the old cartridges too. Uh, if you ever had a problem, you just take it out, blow on the cartridge and it was fine. <laughs> like That's all you yeah, ever had. Well, the cartridge system was largely foolproof and uh, yeah. you didn't have to worry about stuff like CDs getting scratched, which was the main cause for errors during the PlayStation, Sega Saturn and early Xbox era. Mm -hmm. Now it's like with the streaming services, you really need to have fiber optic internet if you're going to take advantage of um, Xbox platform or the PlayStation network and really get, um, you know, those games delivered on demand myself, I'm just enjoying those little uh, mini consoles that have everything loaded in on there already. Yeah. That's the closest thing to just turning it on and starting to play that, uh, that we have nowadays. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, I wanted to make, I want to do a, a quick shout out here and I'm, I'm kind of stumbling around because my cat killed a mouse last night. Unfortunately, it was my computer mouse, so I got a new one coming from Amazon on the way. But uh, yeah, she kind of she likes to paw at the cable while she'll sit here next to me sometimes while I'm working, 
and she'll paw at the cable here and there. Well, she took a bite out of it and split the cord in half. So the uh, computer mouse, uh, the wired mouse stopped working. Uh, because of my disability, I have to use um, these micro portable mice for commuters, like air, airplane commuters. So they're really small. Um, and it's the smallest, smallest computer mouse I think you can get just because of the way my hands are all crooked. That's what I have to use. So, and I, I'm, I haven't been able to find them in stores in a long time. Amazon's the only place I know I can get them. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking, I'm like, I probably have an extra mouse around here somewhere, but it's just, uh, the regular one with a cord and everything on. Yeah, I, I couldn't even get my hands around a regular size mouse. I couldn't even push a button on it. It would take me two hands, one to scoot it and one to tap on the buttons with a regular mouse. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty janky. <laughs> the way I have, the way I have to make accommodations sometimes. But but anyway, over the weekend, I had uh, an opportunity to discuss back and forth through DMs with someone who has been listening to our show. Uh, I'm just going to give his Twitter handle. It's at NBAA Monday. He had some very nice things to say about us. He discovered our show. He's been listening to it. It's been encouraging him to get into the market. He asked for the links to Robin Hood and for Glint. And you know what? If he's the only one who ever gets back to us saying that we've helped them, we've done our job. And it just made me so happy over the weekend to read his comments so I, I encourage you to log into the the Broke Money uh, Twitter and and read through his uh, uh, his, his back and forth with me because it was it was really great to see that you know our mission with this podcast was to try to help people in our same situation get out of the paycheck to paycheck start buying assets not buying stuff stop doing the poor people things start doing the rich people things you know yada 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 pay yourself first. And this gentleman, he's he's doing it. He's starting off, and I wish him all the best luck. Again, if you're listening right now, thank you very much for the kind words. Um, but please don't take our advice. Do your own research. Learn these things for yourself. I gave him some names like Stock Dweebs and Mike Maloney and Mark Moss to look at on YouTube to start getting that education in there and start learning about these things and just encourage him to buy companies he knows really well and and just, you know, uh, keep keep putting uh, some money aside with uh, with gold there because uh, that's a really great system with Glint to be use the use the credit card. But 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 anyway, I just wanted to shout out for that because we really do appreciate when we get comments like that because that tells us that what we're doing here is worth it. And, yeah, uh, gotta keep keep at it. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad uh, I'm glad he reached out. And I'm glad uh, someone out there is listening to us <laughs> or listening well, to the show. Interesting, at least. It's interesting because based on uh, Anchor, our, our demographics are women in their 60s. That's our biggest demographic. So hello, everyone. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, hopefully you're enjoying the content. We try to keep things funny. But remember, we're not financial experts. We're not stock investment experts. We're just too broke money guys trying not to be broke anymore and use our take our money that we have wisely so yeah uh, we're we're not even really podcast experts <laughs> no, no not at all not at all if it wasn't for uh for Streamyard and some of our comic book stuff we wouldn't even know how to do this stuff exactly yeah but we are happy to be here um so let's talk about your your picks for the week your your date mary kills what's going on all right um let's see uh, this week I kind of became a polygamist uh, with my Marys. <laughs> what, what? What? Yeah, I I didn't buy anything for like two weeks, and then uh, today I I started a, a couple 
weeks ago, probably a month ago now, I started a spreadsheet. And when I did the spreadsheet, I kind of put in what the stock was going for. And so I, I didn't buy anything for a couple of weeks because I'm like, oh, nothing's on a dip. You know, I'm not getting it for a good deal. And then I looked at my spreadsheet. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like a few weeks ago, this thing was like $5 more. So technically it is on a dip. So I kind of tricked myself into, <laughs> into <laughs> buying some stuff today. <laughs> so uh, first one up, we have um, uh, ticker symbol AMCR. Okay, we have AmeriCorps PLC. Yep. Uh, let's see. This one is a dividend aristocrat. I uh, bought this one today. Um, uh, a lot of the ones I bought today for a while I was on a kick where I was coming in and buying them right before the ex-dividend date. And I was like, Haha, I got it, you know, right before the date. So I'm going to get dividends this day, you know, <laughs> or in a couple months. Uh, the ones I bought today at... None of them were near the dividend date, so it took some of the thrill out of it. But like uh, a lot of them were cheaper than whatever I recorded in my spreadsheet a, a few weeks or almost a month ago. So I felt like I got a lot of them on a pretty good deal. Um, uh, let's see. And then uh, another one is CWT. Well, well, first of all, what is this company? Like, who is this and what do they do? Yeah, let me pull them up here. I'm, uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, they're basically, they do consumer packaging. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, and they were on the, the list for um, aristocrats. I, I was like, oh, I'll buy this one. Uh, good dividend. 4.2% uh, uh, dividend yield. Um, wow, that's pretty good, especially yeah. for an $11 stock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, picked it up for eleven oh eight, so of course it went two cents cheaper right after I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm so frugal, like two cents. The main thing is, like, when I look at my portfolio, it shows up as red, even though it's only two cents. So it kind of irks me, right. you know. <laughs> so, um, okay, then uh, next one is CWT. If I remember right, this is California Water or something. Yeah, California Water. They don't really have a good track record for knowing what to do with water over there. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole state is still on fire because yeah. they don't know what to do with water over there. How do we get rid of this fire? <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they've been on like a downward slide lately. And uh, I'm like, well, they're, um, you know, I'm like, well, it's not like they're going to go out of business. People are going to need water. Uh, so I'm like, I'll go ahead and buy it, even though it's been on like a downward slope. Um, yeah, for at least a week. Yeah, about about a week. Um, well, hopefully you're you're buying the dip, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is another one. Uh, right after I bought it, went down nine cents. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got it for forty five, forty three today. Um, it's a uh, dividend king, so it shouldn't be going anywhere because they've sure. been around. You know, this one's been around about a hundred <laughs> years. Uh, dividend yields not that great. It's uh one point seven six, but um, you know, I'm on this kick now where I think there's only, uh, was it 30 companies that are dividend king? So I'm, I'm on a kick to try and get a, at least one share in each company. Mm -hmm. um, Can I collect them all? I like yeah, them yeah, all. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got that one today and then, uh, next one is, oh, 
Hormel, uh, HRL. I've been trying to buy this one for a while. I should have bought it uh, a couple months ago when it was like $48 or $46 uh, when I first started, when it first kind of got on my radar. And lately it's been around 50 or above. Um, and uh, it finally got down to around $50 and 78 cents today. So I, I bought one share. I've been I am eyeing it forever. Uh, according to my spreadsheet, like a couple weeks or a month ago, it was up to 55. So I justified it by saying, like, oh, it's down four dollars from whenever I made the spreadsheet. So <laughs> <laughs> I should have dated, you know, so I could kind of look and see, like, well, was it a few months ago? Um, right. Anyways, uh, they're another one that's a uh, a dividend king. Um, and Hornmill Chili, anyone that's had it, it's pretty good. So, <laughs> and I, I mean, <laughs> it's your it's your basic chili, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a chili we grew up eating as kids. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. If we were lucky, it was heated up. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, and they make a ton of other stuff. And uh, food stocks seem like they usually do pretty well. So uh, I bought a stock of this. Uh, dividend's not anything crazy. It's uh, 1.77%. But they've been around for 130 years. Like they, they've just been around forever. And uh, I'm familiar with a lot of their food products because <laughs> uh, I do like to eat. So <laughs> um, this was one I, I was just hoping to get it for a while. And then today I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. <clears throat> I think a lot of it was I had that mindset of I'm going to buy buy stuff today on the split. And then I was watching the split and then, you know, ended up, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you go to the store to buy one thing and you end up buying a bunch of other stuff and forget what the thing you went into the store to buy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's hilarious. Yeah. And then uh, next one's DOV. <clears throat> uh, Dover. DOV. Yep. Ooh, that's a pricey one. Yeah. Yeah. This one I kind of splurged on because uh, very few stocks I own that are around $100. Most of them I stay in the $50 range. But uh, uh, I had, you know, some money uh, kind of that I was saving for Apple and Apple didn't go down to where I wanted to get it. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll just buy this, you know, um, I got it for one Oh nine 86. So it was pretty good. Uh, of course it went down two cents after I bought it. Uh, this is another one. I think they're, yeah, they're a dividend King as well. Um, well, what do they, what do they do? Oh, uh, like, Engineering and testing stuff, um, oh, okay. fluid systems, refrigeration, food equipment. Oh, nice. That kind of thing. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm not really familiar with the business. I'm just like, yeah, you know, they, they got a good track record. And, um, you know, people always need refrigeration stuff. So I'm like, yeah, they'll, they'll be good. <laughs> yeah. I probably should have done more DD on it. But I'm like, yeah, it's a dividend king. I, I can trust them, I guess. Yeah. How long have you been watching it? Because back in uh, July, it was $92 a share. So it's actually, it's uptrending pretty well. You know, you yeah. get, looking at here, we got a, a peak and then a small valley. And then a peak, valley, peak, valley. So I would say it's probably due for another peak and then another valley if it, yeah. if it continues its current trend. I just got to not sell on the uh, on the valleys like I have a habit of doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. buy, buy some more on the valleys. So, oh, yeah. so you see, so you got you got three companies you're dating. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then my date today. Uh, this was 
Uh, no, these are so these are Marys. Yeah, yeah, those are, are all Marys. Okay. Um, so they're all uh, dividend kings. I'm going to hold on to them forever. Reap the benefits of uh, getting some dividends from them. Right now, I have uh, REITs set up. Um, or wait, no, drips. I have drips set up. Uh, so all the dividends, it's just getting used to kind of buy more of the stock. Hopefully, right. ideally, when I'm old and everything, my <coughs> my dividends will pay my, um, you know, my property taxes or you know my uh my rent at the old folks home or something yeah <laughs> ideally <laughs> yeah no that's the goal it's uh i get my dividends from uh well my biggest dividend right now is still nvidia mm -hmm. and um i just i love looking at the fact that i bought it in the 300s and it's 534 right now so. nice that's a good roi yeah yeah oh i love that company too i like I cannot wait for the new cards. The new cards are coming out soon. Uh, we've already had the pricing leaked. Looks like they're getting rid of the um, TI line of cards mm -hmm. and uh, just doing straight numbers. So instead of a TI, you're getting a 3090, where it would be a 3080 TI. And they used to do a, a super. So it looks like that's been dropped to and pr pricey cards. But my gosh, it's a monster. 24 megabyte for nice. the 3090. <laughs> yeah or 24 gigs yeah 24 gigabyte 3090 um, video card super fast on ray tracing it's going to be a huge uh bump in pro performance for me when i get that in there sweet and so that'll kind of in increase your productivity and everything because i don't, know if, be light, I don't right? know if it'll increase my productivity or not but well you know it might because i do have a few programs where i because i i'm traditionally trained in three-dimensional design and stuff i do Sculpting. I've been trying to start a toy company for years. I got a 3D printer collecting dust back there. And so, yeah, the, the boost in performance there should be really nice. Sweet. Cool. All right. So let's get back to your picks. Oh, yeah. Uh, so my date, uh, <laughs> this is, um, you know, how we joke around about me doing day trades. <laughs> so, uh, this one I bought last week on the 25th for, oh, I'm sorry. Uh N-A-K is the uh, the ticker symbol. Oh, yeah. My Northern Dynasty material minerals. Yeah. I uh, owned this one. I sold it for a small profit, and then I bought back into it again, and now I'm losing money on it. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I bought it the 25th for $0.59. Cents. I'm like, because uh, you know how for a while when silver was up, like you could, everyone was selling silver because it was up, you know? Yeah. And then as soon as it kind of went back down a dollar or two to, you know, kind of where it has been, all of a sudden I couldn't find any silver to buy. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll buy some some uh, mines or, or stocks and mines, you know, because that's kind of like owning silver. <laughs> like, so um, I uh, bought it the 25th for 59 cents. And then today I was, you know, just messing around on Robinhood. I saw it was up to a dollar and two cents. So I was like cha-ching, and I sold my one share for oh my gosh <laughs> for like a profit. You have to pay 60. taxes on that fifty cents, you know. Yeah, capital gains on fifty cents is like a quarter. Yeah, yeah, an extra quarter in my pocket. So like, seriously though, like I've been because I've been following this one for a while because I have quite a few shares of uh, NAK, and I bought them. I bought them. I bought back in at like two dollars and thirty cents. So I'm losing big time money on this stock right now. Oh, the reason like why the reason why they plummeted is because the uh, the the uh, president well the administration basically told him look 
you can't start mining until you do all of this other stuff. And they basically have to preserve, I don't think it's wetlands, but they have to do a lot of stuff around the area of the mine to, um, to satisfy the EPA guidelines or whatever that is put in place. Uh, so that tanked their stock. That's why it went down 50%. Um, as soon as they make them, then they're, they're all in on making these adjustments. So as soon as they make these adjustments, then they're back in business. So it looks like, you know, I'm going to have to hold this one for a while until they get, get into the ground so they can legally get into the ground, find out what they got. And then it should be, uh, should be a good stock again. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the story behind why it, it went down to your 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was my, uh, my big profit made my, my money work for me today. <laughs> um, and then my kill, uh, this one I never even bought. Um, and we don't talk too much about like, uh, oh, it's a UVV is, uh, the symbol for it. Universal Corp. Yeah. Sounds like a really generic company. Yeah. Right. So I've been watching this thing forever cause it, I think it's like a king or aristocrat. Um, so I've been watching it forever and, you know, kind of watching, it was kind of going down today and, uh, you know, it kind of had like the generic name. I'm like, oh, it's probably, you know, some like holding company for financial stuff or whatever, but they're in the, uh, tobacco business, you know? And uh, like, I, um, I'm not a big fan of smoking or tobacco or anything, so uh, this was one. It's a kill, even though I never dated it or married it or anything. Uh, so how are you killing it if you never owned it? Oh, I just I took it off my list. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're dead to me, and just erased it from the list. <laughs> but uh, lousy um, smokers. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, you know, we don't get too much into like business ethics or anything here, but like the tobacco ones, I'm like. I'm like, yeah, I can't clear conscious, like, own a tobacco stock, you know? Um, uh, same thing happened uh, a few years ago when I was working at a retail place, and I was a store manager of a retail place, and they gave us, like, a really good stock option where you could get the stocks, like, yeah, I think it was, like, 20 or half off whatever the stock was going for. So every week I bought, like, a share of the stock with my check, and it went up like crazy. I made, like, 100 bucks off each stock, but when I left the company, I sold it because I'm like, well, I don't feel right because it's a retail place. So they're they're paying everyone, you know, like minimum wage and, you know, they're making all these profits. So it was one of those things where I was like, eh, I should have held on to it because now I think it's up to like, you know, double what I paid for it five years later. <laughs> but, but at the time, I was just like, oh, I, I don't feel right about it. But uh, yeah, every once in a while, I have like a uh a conscious thing where i'm like yeah, I, you know well it's it's important that you don't disobey your conscience because that's it's really going to lead to some more trouble and headache so whatever your conscience is informing you just don't just just stay in line with it um and uh, and you'll be all the more saner for it yeah yeah even though it does uh hinder my uh portfolio when i listen to my conscience <laughs> yeah well, I mean, there, and there are other companies too. You know, it's not like you're you're locked into buying something that uh, you don't want. Um, because I, I think about like some of the things I've passed on is like oh, there's a lot of Chinese companies that I'm just like, nope, just because they're <laughs> Chinese owned. 
Just um, nope out of it. <laughs> yep. In fact, I've uh, pretty much divested of everything Chinese connected except for IDEX. And IDEX is an American company who's run by Shane McMahon from WWE. And then the other gentleman who is who is American, but he is from China originally. And uh, it's a global corporation, though. They have places in Malaysia, offices in New York. Uh, then the Meg is in China. So they're... They're 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 not necessarily a Chinese company. It's a global company that has some operations in China. So, I guess that's my gray line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I hear you. There's one company I I bought a share of it. Had dividends. It, it had really good growth. It's a local comp, a chemical company, kind of local to our area. Uh, and but my wife showed me like they you know some news articles where they were testing on animals or something. So then I sold the. Sold my shares. I made a little off of it, but as soon as I sold the shares, it went up even more. Plus, it pays dividends, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, for me, um, I'm watching a couple of different a couple of different things happened. Um, another thing that happened over the weekend was I'm a you know I own shares in Smith and Wesson Brands, mm-hmm. and a stock, well, share one share of this American Outdoor Brands just appeared in my portfolio out of nowhere. Turns oh, out there's a little known thing where a company does a, um, oh, what do you call it? Now, terrible time for my head, my head to have a brain fart. Uh, oh, spinoff. So they do a spinoff. So Smith & Wesson is taking some of its businesses and they spun it off into another company called American Outdoor Brands. And presumably this is all of their non-firearm stuff. And they issued, depending on how many shares of Smith & Wesson you own, they issued you shares of this American Outdoor Brands automatically. So sweet. So it's like a freebie. Yeah, it's a freebie. Popped right in there. Uh, Smith & Wesson Brands still doing pretty good. Uh, It's currently trading at $18 a share. This is $15 now. And uh, the the share didn't, the the Smith & Wesson Brands didn't didn't really take a hit. Um, I'm still uh, doing pretty well as far as my position on that one goes. Um, yeah, I'm still, you know, my, my returns are, have been in the positive since I purchased it. Uh, it's, uh, where's my gains, my gains. Okay. So yeah, it, it's given me a 34% return still since I first bought my shares in Smith and Wesson brands. Oh, cool. So, but I didn't even know this was a thing where it's, you know, it's apparently it's something that happens. It's not uncommon, but it's not common where a company forms another company and they just issue shares to their shareholders of this new company. So. Nice. So well, I, I, you know, I guess you could say that's like a date for me. It just popped up out of nowhere. You know, there's no reason for me to get rid of it. So it'll, it'll be my side chick. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, I uh, wonder if that's what happened that one time I had that phantom stock that popped up and I, I couldn't figure out why. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll sell this. And I sold it. And <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, there's another one I'm looking at. I don't think that's, is that the right one? No. And then e. Yes, here we are. This is one that Stock Dweebs put up, and I'm kind of, I'm watching it myself to see if I want to take a position. Lemonade Inc. Uh, Lemonade Inc., yeah. Basically, Robin Hood for insurance. Oh, nice. Yeah, so this is a fintech company. Uh See if I can bring up the uh, bring up the website. Oh, just so, yeah. 
So yeah, um, basically this is being able to use your cell phone to buy insurance. When you file a claim, you're talking to AI. It's supposed to be a smooth streamlined process uh, for renters, for homeowners. Um, and it's uh, it's definitely, you know, it's built to appeal to this for the same reasons that Robinhood appeal, appeals to new traders. It's an easy, easy thing. Um, this looks like it's mostly operating in UK because it's in British pounds. I'm seeing that. But um, people, a lot of people don't know about this service yet. Uh, so I think it's one of those things where this is a good ground floor opportunity because I could definitely see this this type of thing catching on. Um, let's let's take a look at uh, let's see let's see it in action. Let me uh, you know I don't think I shared the screen properly, so I'm going to remove this and then go to. Do you like a uh, full screen? No, I didn't click the audio part. Oh, okay. And I want to make sure I get the audio because I want to pretty much kind of wrap up with looking at this. So let's see oh. the app in action. Get insurance in 90 seconds with Lemonade's app. Now, presumably what's going on here with the app is all an AI bot that has a stock photo for a face. Really? <laughs> yeah. The AI crafts a personalized policy for you. You customize and adjust your coverage. Pay for it. I love how cute everything is in fintech. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the music, it kind of makes it sound like a <clears throat> like an old school Game Boy game or something. AI Jim will ask you some questions. I just wonder if his image has been generated by AI or if it's a stock photo. No, oh, yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. Yes. I wonder, can you lie to it and say you have a bunch of expensive stuff in your house? And then... <laughs> <laughs> probably probably not a good idea to test it with fraud. <laughs> yeah. I have original Van Gogh in my house. Someone broke in and stole it. <laughs> All right. That was the presentation. Um I don't know anything about this company. That's why I haven't bought any stocks yet. It's something that I'm going to do my own DD, my own research on, see if it's something that I want to take a position in. But honestly, if I could buy stock in the Robinhood trading platform, I would definitely do it. Uh, so, and everybody has to have insurance. It's one of those requirements. Yeah. This seems like a really good, like, zillennial thing. You know, millennials are probably, you know, they're going to just find out about it and adopt it because they adopt tech quick. Uh, but for like my our daughter's generation, this is going to be normal for them yeah. to buy services like this. So anytime any sort of like technological company like a fintech, financial techno technology, that's what fintech means, uh, comes up like this uh, as a platform, 
it just makes it so so easy and economical. It's one of those set it and forget it type things. You know, and think about the, the overheads, no agents. You know, we have there's a, there's another job waiting to get lost. You know, we, <laughs> we 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 get into arguments with some of our friends because our friends are poor people like us, but they still do the poor things. They expect their job at McDonald's to pay for their house and their four kids. Yeah, when that uh that article about the <laughs> burger flipping robot was going around, everyone like a lot of people I know in that industry were freaking out. Yeah, I know, and and with the uh, the um, kiosks that came into the grocery stores and Walmart, yeah, and everybody was like, oh, I want a I want a real person to check me out. You know, this is taking their jobs. Like, well, this is the nature of progress. This is what progress really means. It's some jobs are going to go away. You know, we don't use horse and buggy anymore. Yeah, uh, we did not cry and whine about the wagon manufacturers going out of business because the model T came out. Yeah. You know, so this is the way, this is the nature of progress. And if you really want to, you know, make some money off of it, be a part of it, you got to keep your eyes out for this type of thing. So I think, you know, if, if the DD, if the DD looks good, this is something that I want to put a good chunk of money in because I could definitely see this, because so far, I don't even think there's any competitors for it like this. I could definitely see, you know, you think about the traditional insurers right now that we have that are that are kind of digital, like Geico, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, the Progressive. I had Progressive for a little while. Its app was really good, but it's still it's still a people company. Still a lot of overhead. Yeah. Uh, something like this has you know potentially almost no overhead, especially with like personnel costs and stuff like that. So they can pass those savings on to their clients. And insurance, let's face it, is a racket. This it is basically legalized racketeering for insurance providers. Because you're 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 paying a fee on the chance something as bad's gonna happen. If something bad happens and you didn't pay that fee to get the insurance, then you're out everything, or you might get held liable for suit. You know, there are all these bad consequences that can possibly happen to you. So it makes it a kind of a requirement to, you know, partake in this racketeering scheme called insurance. And, uh, you know, but it's a necessary evil in society, I guess. So this is like a, you know, this is something new. It's exciting, but I could definitely see traditional insurance companies adopting this method because they're going to get more people to adopt it because it, it's this it's this cute fintech thing that everybody loves. So. Yeah. And, and it bring, yeah. it'll bring down their costs and they can get rid of agents. They can, you know, they can, they can lower their balance sheets. So, you know, that's the nature of progress. So this is why I'm watching this company eliminate. Oh, exactly. Especially it's on, on an app. And I think anything that's on an app nowadays is, you know, I mean, it's going to do pretty well. Cause that's oh, the, for sure. For you sure. Know, like you were saying, our, our daughter's generation, everything they do is on an app now, mm-hmm. you know, like they're not going to call someone like try and get a teenager to call someone now. It's impossible. <laughs> like, they won't do it. <laughs> Here's your rotary phone. Yeah. I, I love those YouTube videos where they have like young kids trying to use a rotary phone and they're just be- beguiled by it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely be, dumbfounded. Yeah. I remember I used to be the master at it because I didn't have to wait for it to go all the way back. I could keep down the numbers as the thing's turning backwards. Oh, like, yeah. You'd, you'd catch the right loop. You know, Yeah. Like, <laughs> Exactly. But you know what? It's, you know, our, our old tech we grew up on is going to become chic geek at some point. So I could see a, 
a yeah. rotary attachment for a smartphone just for the novelty sake. Oh, exactly. <laughs> All the, uh, oh, what do they call them? The hipsters? Yeah, that, the hipsters. Like the old stuff. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Although I don't, I don't know. I don't know if eight tracks will make a comeback or not, but. Maybe I had someone arguing with me about uh, VHS tapes, and I'm like, no, they they were bad. That's why we got rid of them. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you you want to know the reason why Betamax failed? Hmm. The adult film industry supported VHS because it was cheaper. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the entire reason why we didn't watch home videos on Betamax afterwards. And everything was VHS. Yeah. <laughs> Little uh. Little uncomfortable factoid there on Broke Money Hustle. <laughs> well, history note here on Broke <laughs> Broke Money Hustle. Yep. So anyway, uh, you know, I'm watching this new stock that popped up for Smith and Wesson Brands. I'll keep it around. You know, it's basically free money for me for the most part. And my only big thing right now is I'm, I'm currently watching Lemonade and seeing if it's something that I want to put a good amount to. This isn't something that I probably buy one share. I'd probably try buy four or five at a time. And. Um, see where it goes. But I did like, make sure that you're doing this at home, do your own DD, your due diligence, do your own research, see if it's a good fit for you. I'm a tech guy. I'm into a lot of the different tech stocks. This seems like a no brainer for me, but I want to know the fundamentals and if it's a good thing. And you know what? I've been following stock dweebs on uh, YouTube and Twitter long enough. He is a master at picking some good stuff. There's a lot of things that he posted. He posts on Twitter on Sunday nights, his picks for the week. And there's been a few times that I'm like, you know what? I wish I'd had the capital on hands to take advantage of him because I would have definitely made some good money uh, with his picks. And this is one that he's looking at too. So I think it's wise for me to look at it as well. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Hopefully he's listening too. <laughs> It'd be nice to get him on the show. I'm trying to reach out yeah. to more of the Twitter money people and get more, get more people on the show because we love having guests. And if you're listening and you've got a story, you know, like Stacy last time, you know, she, uh, She's been doing these health and beauty products as a nutritionist, started her own business. I saw her post today on Facebook where she was able to pay for her medical bills in cash and buy some new computers and go travel the world with her husband nice. in cash because of the money she's made at this home-based business uh, with It Works. Uh, my coffee came in the mail, so I tried it for the first time today. I didn't want to make a separate cup of coffee with it because it's like dehydrated packets of this coffee is for weight loss. Oh, okay. So I just I just poured it in my regular cup of coffee, <laughs> which was already there's already a pot made downstairs. So I just poured this uh, other coffee into this other coffee. So that's all I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> nice. Maybe uh, maybe I'll be pretty pretty wired. I, you know, I feel pretty good right now. Usually I'm really dragging by the by midday because uh, of my chronic pain and joint stuff. But I'm actually feeling pretty good right now. So maybe it's going to be a good boost. I don't know. But today was day one with the uh, the It Works uh, skinny skinny brew coffee. So we'll uh, I'll I'll chime in every once in a while and and see how that's and let you all know how that's going. But it is another opportunity for out there. So if you go back to our past episode on YouTube, click in the description. You can uh, contact Stacy and become a part of her team and selling these products. And take a look. There's lots of other stuff on there. There's stuff for hair, face, you know, your skin. Uh, there's teas, keto friendly stuff. So. You know, it's a health and wellness type of company. Might be a good good fit. Uh, took the missus out door dashing with me last night. That was a fun little adventure. Awesome. How that we go? Had, well, it, the first one of the night was really bad because we went to this terrible McDonald's. And I, I swear, every McDonald's in the metropolitan Detroit area is utter trash. 
this McDonald's, there was just a bunch of kids that didn't know what they were doing. They had no ice cream. They had no soft drinks whatsoever. Like, I don't know if they broke the machine. I don't know if they didn't know how to restock it. There was clearly nobody, no adult present to fix any of these problems. And they were just kind of all meandering and wandering around. Well, the person on the DoorDasher is like, well, can I get the food that they do have? I'm like, yes, I can bring it to you. No problem. But I couldn't get through the app without telling it that I had all the items. So, I mean, it pains me to do this, but I had to lie and click through the app just so I could get to her directions to her house. Because oh, that okay. directions to her doesn't pop up till you click through it. The guy at McDonald's was like, well, why don't you just click through it? Blah, blah. I'm like, so DoorDash, please fix your <coughs> app so that if this stuff happens again where the restaurant, the merchant is, you know, being a douchebag about things that I can actually say merchant did not have app, merchant did not have this, merchant did have this, so they can get the refund process quicker. I don't even know if this person's going to follow up with them or not. I think they just wanted their fries really bad. But, you know, you, you, you hate you, know, you hate to run into those circumstances. And it was really disheartening for my wife on the uh, on the DoorDash to, for that to be a big negative experience, trying yeah. to figure out how do, how do we maneuver this that hasn't come up yet. So, you know, and, and hopefully it won't come up again in the future. But it's just like every McDonald's I've ever gone to in this area is just like, why am I going here? It's just going to be a disappointment. <laughs> mm -hmm. Any, any, anyway, so that was the adventure there. Uh, but I do definitely support the company. I put in the notes that, look, I delivered the food because that's what the customer wanted. They didn't get this and this and this because the merchant didn't have it. So hopefully it gets resolved somewhere on the back end. I don't know. Maybe hopefully I don't get punished and lose the $6.50 on that delivery. But, you know, this stuff happens. I'm just, I was really surprised that the app internally did not have a solution for merchant does not have what customer ordered. You know, all I could do was text her through the app and she's like, well, just, can you bring my, bring my fries? You know, that's, that's basically the only response I got. Cause I was trying to tell her, McDonald's fries. <laughs> I was trying to tell her, look, cancel your order or change it. And I, apparently that didn't, that didn't come through. And my wife's getting worried. Like this food's going to get cold if we don't get to her. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Click, 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 click. We'll just let it all sort out in the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, but hey, I know you've got a thing to get to, so we need to break off. If you want to go ahead and duck out, it's six o'clock. I'll go ahead and end the show. Cool. Uh, get to your uh, your your home, your school meeting, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of nice. I didn't have to drive to the school for the uh, the open house tonight. <laughs> it's all online. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah. For the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> All right. Hey, anyway, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for wherever you're downloading it, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening on the Indie Volt Network. I am sure there are thousands upon thousands of you worldwide listening to us right now. I believe it airs on Thursday. So happy Thursday to you if you're listening through the app. Thank you. And uh, please, if you can, reach out to us if you've got a side hustle, anything like that. We are at Broke Money on Twitter. Broke Money Hustle on Instagram, Broke Money Hustle on YouTube and on Facebook. And you can reach us through any of the direct messaging apps throughout those platforms. Uh, we love having guests. So we'd love to have somebody once we vet you, make sure that it's not a scam. Uh, we'd love to have you on to talk about your company, your business, your side hustle, your investment portfolio and what you've been doing with it, whatever you want to do. Uh, so yeah, please reach out to us. And uh, thank you very much for listening to Broke Money Hustle. This is Broke Money Hustle.